Good, good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 45th episode of The Step Back. 4-5. Spider. Nice. Your host, Leon Tompkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, uh, here to you after a two-week hiatus. Uh, <clears throat> coming back to you live, recapping week six and seven, and the total, total shitstorm of events. That led up to here. Figure it's forty-five. It had to be. It has to be a shitstorm. <laughs> the smoke. <laughs> How you feeling, brother? I am feeling good tonight. It's feel good to be back with the layoff, but I'm feeling good, healthy. How you doing down there in NYC? Um, cold, below yeah. freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not getting my. I'm not to get my car out until the spring. So. <laughs> we're all straight yeah, man. man here we go that's it that's what i'm talking yeah. about yeah um recapping week six and seven uh we missed two weeks had a long long layoff uh things came up but you know we're, we're back strong um in the news i see you got the city of in jersey nice thank you know what it is, know what it is. But uh, last uh, last week, some tragic events uh, in the basketball world with uh, Temple coach John Chaney uh, passing away. Um, longtime Temple coach uh, took the team to the fine, no, the Elite Eight twice. Um, Philly legend has over 500 wins and uh, real real pillar in the community. Just uh, another tragic loss in the sports world. Twenty twenty one is just, you know, continuing on with twenty twenty. Mhm. For real. Um. Yeah. He's definitely a great coach, revered coach. He turned that Temple program around. I mean, the only losing season I think they had was eighty three when he first started. Kind of took the John Thompson kind of role because they both, you know, had the inner city kids in there coming in there doing their, actually recruiting them. You know, he was all for social justices. He he was about that before <laughs> before it was cool. Um, definitely great guy, leader. You know, dedicated teacher to his students. Um, just 2001 Hall of Famer inductee. Excuse me. Um, just nothing bad to say about the guy. He was just a all around hard nosed coach. He expected a lot out of his players not only as players, but as men off the court. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, didn't grow up with their fathers. You wanted that kind of influence in your life. That That's important. But, yeah, RIP to him, man. Yeah, uh, RIP to him over 711, 741 games, 516 at Temple. Mm. Uh, Aaron McKee, uh, graduate of Temple, now the coach. Um, known for his uh, tie, suit, uh, shirt, and unbuttoned shirt. Unbuttoned um, shirt and then the, the loose tie. tie. <laughs> um, Dawn Staley, you have a night coach in South Carolina, of a women's team, had a nice tribute. She wore a suit jacket with the unbuttoned tie and the, and the, and the loose tie. So mm-hmm. um, another huge loss in the basketball world. Philly just uh, in mourning. 
And it, it's sad that uh, never legend uh, had to go. Mm-hmm. It's getting crazy. You know who else went to Temple, yeah. though? Nick Legend. Marty Collins. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but yeah, he's just Wait. like Eddie Jones. Can't forget about Eddie Jones, though. Do not forget yeah. about Eddie Jones. But yeah, just RP to you know Don Janey, man. That's just definitely crazy. You know, heroes live forever, though, and that he will do. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so since we missed last week, uh, we're gonna cover a bit of week six here. You know. It, the Knicks were 11 and 13 uh, coming into the week. They made a huge trade uh, for Derrick Rose. Um, some tough losses against Miami. Uh, quickly playing well. Uh, you know, Mitch kind of in and out. But what's your thoughts on uh, the Derrick Rose move? I love it. You know, I'm a big fan, have been a big Derek fan since he's with the Bulls. You know, I thought the first time around when he came to the Knicks, he actually did his thing except for that little hiccup when he didn't show up. And it's kind of like, the, and as I was thinking about it, it's kind of like the Kyrie situation. You don't know what he's going through. And apparently he was contemplating retirement. You know, you don't, and I give Kyrie a pass because you just never know. You know, I might get on the guy, but you just never know their mind frames. There's these guys, you know, they go through so much. They got to deal with a lot, and you just never know. But, yeah, I like the whole him coming back because we needed someone that can actually close a game and that can actually score. I mean, he's not a shooter per se, but he's better than Alfred Payton. Because as you can see, Alfred Payton can't score in a restricted area because he um, – I swear he misses the most just – point blank shots and we can't have that and plus watching Derek play he's still explosive you know 20 minutes a game is perfect for him you don't he's not if any Nick fans are expecting MVP roles you're not getting it 30 minute a game you ain't getting it and I like it because he knows tip system he knows exactly what they expect so this I'm not mad about and the first thing what did he do took quickly out took topping out Two prize rookies, you know, give him his knowledge because he has a lot of knowledge. He knows, listen, you win an MVP, you you know what you're doing. That means you can ball. And I'm, I'm, I like it. I really think this is going to push us towards the playoffs. I said a playing game, but, hey, man, I think that eighth spot is more than doable, maybe seven. I just want to get to the playoffs and get some respectability back and have guys wanting to come back to the Knicks. That's my biggest thing. But the two tough losses, you know, questionable calls last night, but they played hard. They played hard both games. They should have won. But these are games we could have laid down. Usually last year we would have laid down and just died. But these guys fight, and I'm loving the progression. I wish I could see Kevin Knox out there but and join that. But <laughs> he doesn't play defense, and he's in the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of Knox, he was rumored to be in that uh, Derrick Rose trade and ended up being Dennis Smith Jr. in a pick. I mean. No big loss there. Nah. Um, what do you make of, you know, Kevin Knox's lack of playing time? Uh, if you know Tibbs, he's big on practice. And obviously he's not seeing something in practice that he likes from Kevin Knox. I mean, he, wasn't, he was knocking him down. 
from the corner, had his nice little three-game going from there, but he still showed his lackadaisical ways on the floor. You know, he hustled a little bit, but playing for tips, you got to go balls to the wall all the time. And I don't know, obviously, some, well, they kept him, so maybe that means something. Maybe he'll be in another deal, but I still want to see what he has because I'm still pissed off that we didn't get Michael Porter Jr. Sorry. And then let me get to Dennis Smith right quick because he had the audacity to talk about he was smiling when he got to Detroit. Yeah, I'm smiling too. I don't have to see your bum ass miss another damn jumper. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he he was smiling. At least Derrick Rose played the first game back. I didn't see Derrick's I – I didn't see um Dennis Smith anywhere. Did you see him watching the net game? I mean. No, no. It, it was all Sadiq Bay, but, you know, I've never seen anyone excited to go to Detroit, so – yeah, it, it, it is what it is there, man. Um, Mitchell Robinson. Mm-hmm. He came out uh, last week, said he wanted more playing time, and and then with the well got uh, an increase in minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what do you make in in Mitch's uh, mind frame in as far as playing time and happiness? What, what do you think you see him there? Um. I get, I get it, because as a young player, you want as much time as possible on the floor, which he's been getting ample minutes. It's not like he's riding the pond. You know, I've seen him play 20, 25 minutes, and they're splitting up, the, they're splitting it up between him and Noel, and I like it because that's a nice rotation to have because there's no drop off on defense. Like I've said before, you're good. But Mitchell Robin, he hasn't been fouling out. I give him that. He hasn't shown really anything on offense still. That's a problem to me. I, I think I just like having a more modern center that can actually score on the basket, not just – it's nice when you can all oh, catch alleys, yeah, but, you know, you got to have, like, a, a nice little jump hook or just something. I've never seen him back anyone down and try anything. So I have a little vision for Mitchell Robinson that I kind of want to use him in a trade to go after, you know, the guy from the tri-state area. Carl Anthony Towns, because I think he'll be a nice fit. And, well, I don't know, maybe because Tibbs and him, I don't know if they got along too much or that was just Jimmy, but I would still like to see that because I think he would be a better fit for the team than Mitchell Robinson. I, I don't see it. Maybe he'll show us some more, but I just, all the stuff we saw in videos, you know he wasn't going to be doing now, but I don't really see anything. But he is playing, he's good on defense. He's made strides, so I'm not going to knock him. Uh, I like the way they're playing. We're going to keep it at that and keep playing hard. But he's he's getting enough minutes. He can't say he's not <laughs> getting it because he's definitely <laughs> getting it. So with the addition of Rose, it has never point guard to the mix. Um, now you have Austin Rivers on, on the squad. His minutes might decrease. Akil in the comments section asked about Kyle Lowry and his availability possibly to the Knicks. Do, do you see – the Knicks making a move for Lowry or maybe someone like a Beal or Levine or someone like a big ticket item uh, before the trade deadline. Lowry. Only Lowry I like is on my chicken. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Keel, uh No, man. They had their shot and to get him and they got Bargiani instead. Uh, and plus Lowry, all those miles on him. Same thing as Rose, but I think Rose is a little bit quicker on the floor and he fits what we need right now. Lowry can stay in Toronto, but um, 
going to what you just said. I really think they might swing a deal. I want to see a Beal because I think he would be pretty nice with Rose in that backcourt. And plus we need a shooter. But I see more, not like a big ticket item like you said, because I don't think they're going to waste their draft pick. I think they're maybe Tibbs getting to, because he, you know he wants a star. I, I know Tibbs for a fact wants a star. Levine, I would absolutely love. Been a fan of that guy since college. I would love to see it. But I see more of a J.J. Reddick type deal. I want a gunner. I, I want a gunner. I want somebody that can knock it down at 40-plus uh, clip from three, can shoot at the line to close out games, and just to help R.J., you know, as he gets to the rim. Because every, I swear, every guard on that lineup does the same thing. Rose, he runs to the basket. Up, he goes up, up in the air, throws a pass to the corner. Every single time, man. Burks is oh he he's a good shooter. Bullock is okay, but he's con- inconsistent. But I want some consistency, shooting wise, from beyond the arc. We need that badly, bad. But I hope we get a a star to put around it. But I don't want to mortgage the future because they're doing non Nick things right now, and I'm happy with it. Yeah, uh, some competency in the front office, uh, some progression, uh, playoff spot. Everything's looking good now. Hopefully Randall will be able to uh, keep his legs up by the end of the season. But, you know, Derrick Rose move, I, I have nothing against. It's veteran leadership, another quality guard, and familiarity with Tibbs. So I'm all for it. Absolutely. Um, also last week, this was the best of times for the Brooklyn Nets when they faced off against the Clippers. Wild ending, uh, but they got the job done. They closed it out. You saw the best of the big three with Harden, uh, Durant, and Kyrie as they mm-hmm. put in 25 straight points in that fourth quarter. Uh, and then the wheels just fell off. Fell off. Who's in the teams like Detroit? Uh, Washington and another wild, wild game I've never seen in my life. Um, losing the five in the game, five <laughs> points up. Uh, it, okay, uh, let, me, let me get to the Washington loss while I'm, while I'm here. <laughs> Go ahead, Wendy. Talk your shit. Now, Beal hit some tough shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a tough shot to, to cut it to two. But the inbound pass was not needed. This is where Nash was showing his uh, uh, inexperience at coach, not calling a timeout there to advance mm-hmm. the ball. You know, with all these coaches on the bench, you know, Dan Tony, Jock Vaughn, you would have thought one of them would have suggested, you know what, call a timeout. We got three 80% plus shooters. All we got to do is hit this to close it out. You get a steal, and Westbrook, who was killing them all game, Westbrook decides to only play against Brooklyn because against the rest of the league, he's absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and Westbrook hit threes all night. He hit the game uh, for go-ahead three, and then uh, Lowe Cabrero missed the layup at the end, mm. and that was all she wrote. You know, it really goes on to say how Brooklyn just plays down to their competition. Their defense is god awful. You know, 
I've said it before, DeAndre Jordan should not be a starting center in this league. His, his feet are slow. His hands are terrible. He, I mean, can't move. He's always out of position. I always thought the small ball lineup would have worked fine. They lose to Toronto, and they get KD and that whole fiasco. Um, Brooklyn has to play. It, 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 the stubbornness to not play zone. You're getting killed in the paint. You're giving up the threes anyway. I mean, allow allow yourself to rotate. You know, Dan Tony played the zone in Houston and ended up being a number one defense in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Why is this not being communicated along the sidelines? Uh, you know, you got Jeff Green out there, stretch five. The, the offense works when that lineup is out there. But, you know, Harden sacrificed a lot. And, and you get the last night against Detroit. If James Harden is your team leader in block shots and he's calling out DeAndre Jordan on defense, you know there's an issue. You know there's an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harden had three blocks last night. Tadeek Bay went off at 15 in the in the fourth quarter, and Jeremy Grant just went all world on him. Blake Griffin turned back the clock. He don't. No, but uh-huh. I mean, he still has, he does he still doesn't have a dunk this season. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I it's it's sad to really see, but you know you see with a lot of players that. You know, they feed off their – they play off their athleticism, and then when it goes, it goes. But I think he still has a few more years left in him. But, yeah, I wanted to point out a kill question. He said, what did you think about Harden and DJ going at each other? Was it more of a teammate banter just a little bit, just uh, about positioning on the floor or assignments, or do you think it was something there? It was every damn thing, you know. I mean, Jordan's getting lobs, lob passes hit over him. He stopped playing defense on one possession on a Mason Plumley hook. I mean, this shit is unacceptable. You let Mason Plumley get damn near triple doubles off you? No. No. And I've seen, and I know about Mason Plumley. And I know he ain't got no kind of offensive game. <laughs> He's big. <laughs> he almost had a triple double, man. I, whew. Yeah, the defensive positioning is awful. Mm-hmm. Listen, James Harden is not gonna is not like all world defender, but his basketball IQ is pretty damn high. Um, he has quick hands. If you the, the more you watch, he does. He's always among the lead leader in steals. Um, he swipes down with the ball. He's able to get block shots. If anyone remembers the playoff game, how they ended it, mm-hmm. so. DeAndre Jordan just has to do better. It, it's plain and simple. You know, you're getting guys off the street like Noah Vonley and Norvell Pell. Listen, this shit is not going to – that's not going to work. They need – I mean, they don't have the capital to trade it for anyone, so they might have to ride this out for a bit. But they, they need more from Jordan, plain and simple. If everybody got to yell at him, so be it. But he should be coming off the bench, mm-hmm. uh, bar none. You know, losing to Philly new Toronto where Kyle Lowry goes off. This is just sad to watch because this team is way too talented with the high expectations. And, mm-hmm. you know, James Harden, believe it or not, shouldn't be getting a rap for this. Um, <laughs> now, Kyrie Irving, on the other hand, he gets cooked in the paint. He 
He sprained his finger the other night, so um, against Toronto, he didn't take any shots in the fourth quarter. Missed the game against Philly. Um, looked semi-decent last night, but he took 28 shots to hit 27. Um, he, he, he needs to do more defensively. You know, you talk, they talk so much about defensive pride. That's part of it. But it's also a stubbornness by the coach to, to not implement his own. You know, mm-hmm. something's got to give. And in the 72-game season, you know, it, it, if Durant's not around, if Durant's supposed to be the savior, he, this is not how it's supposed to work out. And, you know, making excuses as far as uh, foul calls and COVID and, and lineup and no practice. Well, hell, that's half the league. Mm, oh, absolutely. Um, question for you. Go ahead. What I mean, you got some guys out there like Tyson Chandler. Why not try to get him on a deal? Like, can he really be that much worse? I mean, you need some need something out there. You got Don Maker. I don't Justin Patton. I guess I'm just throwing names out there. You got John Henson. I mean, he's he's an okay rim protector. He's not that he's not that old. I mean, hell, you can get no. Well, did Noah finally retire? I think he retired. Nick's still paying. I think him and um Rose are the Highest two paid players on the Knicks. Go figure. That's some comedy for you. So, jeez, uh, like all the all the big men you just uh, you just mentioned, probably the best of the bunch I I would consider is Don Maker, but um, Dwayne Dedman. And and you know he was he was rumored for a while, and you know he can hit the three. Um, he's six ten, but you know he's a big body, and any. There can't be anyone worse that can't move their feet other than Jordan. So, <laughs> listen, and, until I see more out of him, he's going he's gonna to keep catching his wrath because yeah, this is just awful. But um, I'm not sure if any names like Drummond, they keep bringing him up. I don't see it no. happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably him and talking in Toronto or Boston. Um, Kevin Love ever got bought out. I, I might take a look at him for a veteran's minimum, but you know his health sure. issues is just a, a whole other deal. Um, but they, they just need more defensive pride from this team. Kevin Kevin Durant can't be the savior. And, and as far as Kevin Durant goes, um, with the, with the whole situation against Toronto, you know, ruled out, cleared. Comes in the game, didn't start. Goes out, up. Oh, sorry, you know now you're no good, but you already played 20 minutes. It might have affected other people, but you know for uh, health and safety protocols, we gotta we gotta end your night. Watch. We understand. Yeah, we understand what the health and safety protocols were for. So called, but I mean, to have such miscommunication along those lines where you infect other players and you incorporate rules to where you can't go out. Um, you can only be around your team. And it, it, you saw anything for the Super Bowl, they couldn't hold parties, but yet we're trying to hold an all-star game. Something doesn't add up here. No, um, not at all. The priorities aren't set straight. Yeah. Money grab. That's the only thing I say is a money grab, which I, you know, I like the all-star game, but this year it doesn't really make any sense. 
you already the dudes already started earlier than what they expected. Then you expect them to go out and put it all pretty much put it all on for all star game. No, no, I don't. Adam Silver usually had these things right, but he he effed up on this one. I don't I don't like it at all. I don't I I agree with LeBron. Giannis, they're just they're not going to be into it. They're not. I mean, it's it's horrible. It's it's a bad move. It's stupid. Yeah, I, and initially I was on board for the All Star game because you know what? There's a season. There should be an All Star game. Mm-hmm. And then the more I thought about it, well, you you promised these guys uh, with the condensed schedule, no mm-hmm. All Star game. You give them that break. So they can take the time off spend with their families because hell they spent four months in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're trying to recuperate losses. You're trickling in fans. What's the fastest way to do it? Let's go down to Atlanta of all places. You know we already know where everybody's going in Atlanta. So, <laughs> and it, it damn sure ain't you know All Star Weekend. You know all all the places gonna be all people are gonna be one spot and it won't be there. So. Mm-hmm. And you got courtside Karen. It's just, it's a, it's a bad look uh, for the league to have promised this. And then in the middle of a pandemic, let's gather all of the stars. You get one infected, infect everyone else, and still have to shut down the league for a month. Mm-hmm. It, it makes absolutely no sense. Initially, I was on board, but the more I thought about it, it just, if, if the guys aren't into it, what's the point of having it? Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. And it just, the whole point of All-Star Weekend is to have fun. And then I saw somewhere about the have the dunk contest at halftime. Like, what kind of loser, what is that? <laughs> like, what? That's why they do it separately. Because you got the three-point, the dunk contest skills, and I think the rookie sophomore show, oh, is that like the first night? Yeah. What, what is that? Yeah, something R- like rookie that. Rookie sophomore is usually the first night. Yeah, you have all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then you got the other festivities, but yeah, come on, what are you doing, Silver? Come on, man. You just you pulling a Manfred. Just saying. Like, like you know, these people understand how long a dunk contest is. I mean, it's a good you know hour and a half. What are you gonna do for Mm -hmm. halftime? This isn't like you know Super Bowl (laughs) halftime show. Mm -hmm. You know, you know. Shout out to the weekend for that. You know, it was. It was all right. All right. Decent. Decent. Not in the studio. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, you try to condense it into an entire day. And you want to condense it into an entire day? Fine. But I don't think, you know, a dunk contest should be at halftime. And then you got Dwayne Wade over here just <laughs> forgetting how many uh, uh, points he put up. So, it, it, you know, just scrap this year, recoup next year, give these guys a rest because you, we want to see quality basketball mm-hmm. uh, coming down the stretch, playing games, playoff games. You know, nobody wants to see tired legs and guys missing games for health and safety protocols because you decide to have a meaningless all-star game to to pick up some money. So mm-hmm. just yeah, dead yeah. that right now. <laughs> I agree. Kill said – you know, it's for the fan. I think they need it for the fans. It, it's still, it's just, 
it's not good enough. Man. I'm sorry. It's just not this year. I mean, it's not going to have that many fans in anyway. You can trickle, you know, drink all the fans you want in there, but it's not going to be that much. Just like Brooklyn, how much are they say they're going to let in? Well, right now, I just saw it today, um, February 23rd, they're going to mm-hmm. let in 10%. Um, I think all New York venues, so maybe the Garden might uh, do that at some point. But listen, fans don't need an all-star game. They're, they're glad enough going back inside the arenas, inside mm-hmm. the stadiums, you know, for right now, getting what they can get, get the vaccines out. If the guy, if these players aren't into an all-star game, nobody's going to watch it anyway. You can watch, mm-hmm. watch it in the comfort of your own home. So, mm-hmm. it, you know they're going to pay full price for it. Yeah, you know they're going to charge you full price. They ain't like, what are you going to do? Half off or ten percent? Yeah, right. They're trying to get their money. They ain't, they're not, yeah, not yeah, crazy yeah. now. Yeah, no, no. I mean, would you like to see some all-stars uh, uh, be named, like Levine, Jalen Brown, Mike Conley, because those guys deserve it. I mean, I would like mm-hmm. to see that. If, if they want to name all-stars and not have a game, I'm cool with that because, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's some guys who deserve that consideration. Um, I know we put out a, a poll in the group, first-timers, uh, who should get in. A lot of people love Levine. Um, I love Brogdon myself, but, you know, Zion yeah. is up there. Uh, Jalen Brown is up there. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of candidates, and mm-hmm. if they want to, should name all stars. Uh, I'm cool with that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Bradley Beal. How, how, yeah, how can't I forget, forget Bradley Beal? Can't forget about him. Uh, so, speaking of Bradley Beal, um, a lot of a lot of rumors uh, last week as far as where he might go, um, trade rumors. He shut it down, said he wants to stay in Washington, and then he went on to lose a few more. So he's he's still frustrated. Uh, you know, I, I don't see him going anywhere. I, I think he's there for the remainder of the season. Things might change in the off season. Uh, but what do you make of the downturn? Of Westbrook because he has looked bad. Dookie. <laughs> I mean, there's not even, I can't describe how bad he's looked. I mean, plus he had it all set up. It's not like he went to a scrub team. Because Washington, they have like all the talent in the world. Granted, you know, they lost, you know, Thomas Bryant, but you still got Hachimura, Avija. Um, Beal. Uh, Bertans. I mean, right. And Bertans. There you go. They brought him back. And I'm like, what, what's going on? I'm like, well, what, is there something there that we're missing? Oh, well, he's – I'd rather you be a slasher and get into the rim and, you know, drawing contact and getting to the line. But if you can't shoot, you can't shoot. That, that That's just – if it ain't going down, don't try it. The first five don't go down, stop trying it. 10, it'll probably be the same. 15, it'll be the same. You, you add, your freaking percentage is just going down, 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 and then you're just looking like a chuck. And, you know, we all know Russ is better than that, but this year, I mean, I can't defend him this year at all. It's just bum sauce. <laughs> I mean, it's a definition of insanity. You know, you, you go out, expect to uh, uh, do the same thing, expect a different result. But it's just mm-hmm. it's not happening. I mean, he... Looks all world against Brooklyn. Um, I thought a part of it he was hurt. 
because mm-hmm. you know he went off against uh, Rondo, went off against Wall. He had a little beef there. You know they're competitors, so they went at it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where Westbrook helped is. You know he'll never say it. He's oh. just that type of guy. Um, but he might be selling himself short based on his legacy uh, due to pride. You know, is is Westbrook a cancer? I still don't think so, but it, the numbers are not looking good for him. The team result is not looking good for him. And, you know, he gets a bad rap because of his gameplay. Mm-hmm. And it might ultimately hurt his legacy if, you know, doesn't say anything while he's playing hurt. Meanwhile, Paul George, a tough world. So anyone who's listening, you know, he's hurt or it's not his fault. So, uh, you know, for personal sake, I, I hope Westbrook is okay and, and, and things turn around, but mm-hmm. we'll have to see. I mean, his numbers are still there. I mean, but it's just field goal percentage. He never was really a high clip kind of guy. He was, you know, last year he almost shot 50%. That's what you want to see, but he's down to 41 now. So, like I said, his numbers is there. Maybe it's just the team that he's on. It, it doesn't, just doesn't, he doesn't fit. You know, maybe if he would have went to the next game, maybe it would have looked a little bit better. I mean, but I, I think he'll evidently, he'll get it back. It's not like he's over the hill. He, I think he'll get it back. Whether it be with Washington or somebody else, but Russell, Russell's going to be Russ, and I'll still have him on my team. I'm not going to crap on the guy. Nah. But he's playing like Dookie. He, he damn sure is. And shut up. Um, I don't say anything. I don't want any quarrels about, you know, don't don't go there. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Thank you. I'll, I'll, Thank I'll, you. I'll spare you. Cause, Thank cause you. Because we're both looking like Dookie, so I'll, I'm going to let that go. <laughs> Uh, John Wall out in Houston um, number one defense well we were number one after the Harden trade over Depot looked pretty good he's on a trading block Christian Wood got hurt and now Houston's hitting a downturn um, as they're losing bodies facts Uh, John Wall do you think John Wall is back? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, coming back from when he missed two years. Was it two years? I'm pretty sure it was two years. Yeah. Um, he's – I'm not seeing the explosive John Wall. I'm seeing the crafty John Wall, which that's just as dangerous because he still has his floor vision. He still can get to the rim. It's not, you know – I'm dunking on you. You know, he still can get up there, but I think he's playing it light with it being his first year back. But I'll still take John Wall in a second. His jumper still there. And he looks good. Him and Old Depot, that's a nice backcourt. They feed off each other pretty well. It just sucks with Christian Wood going down. You just because DeMarcus Cousins just don't he doesn't have it. I don't he I don't want to I hate to say players are done at his age, but I think they're him missing all that time to lay off from him is it's really starting to show up. He's trying to do it and get back into the swing of things at the speed of the game, and sometimes you just can't do it. But back to John Wall, yeah, he looks good. He definitely looks good. They're going to be real careful with him. You know, he takes his games off here and there, but you'll be a fool not to want to have John Wall on your squad 
Victor Oladipo. He's shown some explosiveness. He's shown uh, his ability to score. He's also on a trade block. Do you see is that somebody you would want on the Knicks? Uh, you make a move for Oladipo. Yeah. Any kind of like guy that can – well, he's still a good two-way player, and that's what you want on the team. You want the two-way guy. If he can prove that he's healthy for, you know, half of the season, why not take a flyer? I wouldn't, you know, break the – bust out the picks, like too many of them for him. But I would – I'll get on the phone. That's what this is. Let me see his average right quick. I just had it up. Hold on. Give me a second. Do, 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 do. 19. His field goal percentage is down, though. I mean, when Russell Westbrook is shooting better than you. you mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, he's decent. 19 points, five rebounds, you know, five assists. You know, it's a decent line, but, you know, the shooting could definitely be better. But um, I'd rather have a Levine because, you know, he's fresh, you know, he's fresher towards ACL, but still he like, he bounced back from that. If I had to choose one, I would choose Levine. But Oladipo, I would definitely see what they want from him. I would pick up the phone because the Knicks, they need another guy to put next to Randall if he's going to be there on the month. I don't know. Long term, I'm not sure. But they need somebody else because he can't do it by himself because it's starting to show now and it's early. Just some of the shots he's taken – you know, trying to take these fallaway shots instead of actually bodying people, getting in the paint, and using your structure around the rim. And he he wants to shoot threes, and I'm not liking that. Not a three-point shooter mm-hmm. guy. Don't don't do it. But yeah, give me Oladipo. I will pick up the phone on. I want to hang up. True. Um, I could see Oladipo maybe going somewhere like a Lakers or a Kuzma. Type, uh, even though he got the extension, you know, LeBron is quick to, you know, <laughs> turn on you in a minute. So, mm-hmm. extensions doesn't mean a a, a, a vote of confidence. So, mm-hmm. I, I I could see something over there. The Heat. Um, yep, uh, Miami's always looking for that that next star uh, to pair up with Butler, but they're they're real hesitant on giving up Hero. I you. Look, last night, past two nights, uh, you can see why. Mm-hmm. But uh, over deep, I could definitely see on the move. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Lowry, rumored to be on a trade block for Toronto. <laughs> World champ. Real, real interesting to see. Last year of a contract, uh, you have any idea where Kyle Lowry would end up? Absolutely, staying his ass in Toronto. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't see any team really needing. I mean, he's a vet, yeah, but what is he going to bring to a team right now besides leadership? And he'll have decent games. He's he's still hard nosed. You know, I give him that. A lot of respect in the world, but I. I can't think of a team. Like, right at the top of the dome, I really can't. I would have to look at every single team and go, okay, okay. I'm disappointing well, you. you. I'm disappointing Don't you. You, you better the, not sit. The perfect fit for the Clippers. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Because perfect I fit guess, for the Clippers. Well, 
Yeah, that makes sense because I heard something about Beverly and um Beverly Lou Williams, yeah. And Lou Williams might be on the block, so yeah. But still, why would you well, yeah, if you got Beverly there, Lowry will be he will be a nice fit. I play with Kawhi. So I can that makes sense. Oh man, you got me. So it's the rust. It's two week rust. <laughs> yeah, man. You, you put him you put him on the clippers, you could put him in Miami. Championship pedigree. Oh, you, well, yeah. You put Lowry next to uh, PG and Kawhi, another two-way player who could actually knock down a shot. I mean, and I thought the Clippers were the best team out west, but uh, mm. Utah Jazz is, is, <laughs> is blowing everybody away, 20-5, and winners of 16 in the last 17. And this is the point where I kind of pat myself on the back because uh, <laughs> go back to our episode with uh, – Kid, CL Kid, Charles mm-hmm. Martinez. Uh, we had our top five duos. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitchell and Gobert, they weren't in it, but I said it, it could, they were right outside of it. And sure enough, Mitchell found his bubble gear. He's mm-hmm. turned on a bit. Shaq will take credit. Um, Gobert, 205 million, grabbing 20 rebounds, making a mm-hmm. difference. And this Jazz team is firing all cylinders. Oh. What you got on the Jazz? Man, that team is interesting. That's my favorite word. Interesting. Conley, he is back. He's like, listen, y'all forgot about me. I can still play. Joe English from down under. He's he's hitting his shot. I mean, Mitchell's telling Shaq to shut the fuck up. You forgot who I was. Um, Goberica, he's like, listen, no, but the the Stifle Tower is back. Pause. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that team is just my man Jordan Clarkson. Uh, he 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 never goes away. That's what I like about him. He's a professional scorer. That's what he does. Um, Neil, well, the Knicks made Neil like freaking Kyle Korver or something. I mean, that dude was bobbing away, dunking on people. Kyle Korver don't dunk, but he had him dunking, hitting threes. But yeah, the Utah is just that's we talk about power rankings. That's my number one team right now. Utah, and it's not, it's not up for debate. They are playing so well. Um, Snyder has those, they have, he has those boys playing, man. And Utah is on a, it's on a roll, man. You, but they, they are Best definitely fun point. to watch. Best three-point shooting team in the league. Beat up on Boston last night. Uh, Boston, you know, was kept around for a bit, but Utah, too much firepower. Uh, you know, Quinn Snyder, early coach of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing this team can't do. I'm, I'm highly impressed with the Jazz and Mitchell and Gobert, their, uh, their, their progression as well. For real, they always get that big man, point guard slash shooting guard, just combo. They just, they know. Utah is another one of those teams that just know how to win. They're consistent. Not, they might not want to chip, but they're very, they're just real consistent. And you can't can't look past that. And by the way, my man, um, Quinn Snyder, you know what school he went to? They produce winners. Yeah, buddy. Shut up, Leon. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying a word, but I, I will address something. I, I will address something in the comments that uh, a good friend Felipe Melicio from the Total Basis Podcast over in Baseball Life on Sunday mornings. I was uh, 
guest on there this past Sunday. We went over uh, fantasy baseball lineup for the upcoming season with mm-hmm. the Nationals and the Tigers and the Astros, Marlins, and the Braves. I clearly had the best team with uh, Austin Riley and Jose Altuve, so mm-hmm. there was no debate there. But catch those guys Sunday morning, uh, 11 a.m. Catch our Ooh. episode over uh, by subscribing to the Life Group Podcast Network over on YouTube or on Anchor or Spotify. Hashtag. But, <laughs> I got a nickname for Felipe now. I, I got a nice nickname. Spreadsheet Felipe. Because, you know, he, he got Met Felipe. He got Cup Felipe. And that is Spreadsheet Felipe because he does magic on there. So, shout out to him. Sorry about that, my brother. Oh, no, good stuff. Uh, he mentions in the comments, Kyle Lowry to the Bulls. Now, listen. Hmm. Yeah. Why? It, it's it's an interesting thought. It is. It, it is. It's not. It, it's not the worst thing I've heard. It's also not the best thing. Uh, we know his affinity for point guards in Chicago, so <laughs> we'll we'll just let that go. But Chicago is a team that's on that bubble, uh, in that fringe area. Um, Hit with injuries, marking it out two to four weeks. You know, it's uh, another week, another Bulls injury. So, what are you going to do? Um, may- maybe Lowry get them over the edge, but I mean, they have a plethora of, of expendable parts. Maybe they can uh, uh, swing a deal, but I don't see it. Just more wishful thinking on his part, just like he did Sunday morning with his. Uh, fantasy team, but not the worst idea. Well, it's not at all. I actually saw uh, one in the ground, I can't remember the name, but he said a Mitchell Robinson. Mitch would go to, I think, the Bulls. John Collins would go to, oh my God, what was the team? It was like a three way deal. Mitch would go, Collins would go. Maybe Chicago. Marketing would come to the Knicks. I was just like, yeah, no, give me John Collins any day of the week. Like, I like marketing, but I just, his injuries just pile up a little bit too fast for me, and we don't need that. Yeah, it it, it does. It, it's a lot to it's a lot to take in. Um, I like marketing, no, but yeah, mm-hmm. the, that injury bug really scares me. It's like you're never going to never Bunyan. Slightly exactly. better. Though. Yeah, a better shooter, yeah. He can actually um, dunk and finish, not faceplant. Finisher. <laughs> uh, I also want to address something uh, Felipe brought up early in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had Luka Doncic as his MVP. Now, I said that was crazy. I said Dallas wasn't any good. Again, I'm going to pat myself on the back because, <laughs> I mean, Luka's been good, but Dallas has been shit. Uh, that was falling apart. It called Luca a whiner. Cuban has his own problems all across the league. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, telling Zach Lowe to shut the fuck up. So, there that goes. Um, you got before, Dallas did, Yeah. We said before Dallas didn't have the ammo to keep up out west. Uh, KP came back. He has bits and pieces of showing flash. Is Luca a whiner? 
Yeah, he bitches on every call. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this. Luca, shut the... Shut the fuck up <laughs> in, my, in my Eminem voice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he every little thing. He remind, Randall does the same thing to him, so I can't really, like, bash him for that. But, yeah, but it's too much. It's too much. Every little thing. Dude, you're starting the league. You're going to get your calls sometimes. Sometimes you won't get them. But when it's every little thing, come on. Just, just stop. Play your game. Luca, you're a great player. KP need to, he got to step it up too. Does he, listen, <sighs> this is where you get the Cottonelle stuff from. He has Stephen Curry on him. Instead of backing him down, this dude hoisted up a long jumper and the guys on the panel went crazy. And this is the same thing I said about KP when he was with the Knicks. Dude, if you have somebody six two one, you just back them down. Like your size and like you don't even have to have that muscle mass right now. Like just do something. Just stop being so damn scared to get in the paint. But back to Luca. Yeah, he's a whiner. He's definitely a whiner. But he's not my MVP. Sorry. Not at all. Well, you know, you mentioned KP and muscle mass. I mean, there was he wouldn't stop posting pictures of himself. Uh, you know, all. Uh, uh, muffled <laughs> up and outside the club, taking on all comers, and now he can't back down with Steph Curry. I mean, I thought we put work in the got, gym for this moment. Nah, he got work. He got work in his homeland in Latvia. <laughs> Let's be real, man. He, he got busted up. <laughs> Somebody put them paws on him. <laughs> but yeah, but before and after pics weren't so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been bobbing and weaving. Talking and dodging. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. But as a Knicks fan, I love this. I I love the dysfunction in Dallas. This makes me man. If the Knicks go to the playoffs and wind up getting a lottery pick, I mean, I'm saying the Knicks are back. I'm doing Amari right now. But this is, this is great. I, I don't think they'll stay this bad. But if they do, man, it makes me happy. Just seeing Tim Hardaway Jr. with his inconsistent. That's my twin, though. You know, all love to him, but staying consistent. Keep chucking. Every time they lose, we all of us Nick fans, we just put a little smile on and go, that's our pick. You know, speaking, speaking of chucking, uh, Draymond <laughs> Green. Now, he, he chucked one up the other night. If you watch the video, I understand what he was trying to do. You know, credit San Antonio, credit Pop for not falling for the, not taking the bait. But you don't need the damn bait if you have Steph Curry on your team. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> First of all, you're not that great of a free throw shooter, so why are you trying to bait anybody? And then, <laughs> Steph Curry was right behind me. Look at that, like, man, Katie left for you. You see what you did? But yeah, that that Draymond, he this is the episode of trying too hard. You're trying to do too much. Stephen Curry, he's on a one man just he's a one man gang right now. Just give him the ball, let him work. You've seen what he did to Dallas. I mean, just give him the ball, let him do what he does. But Draymond, man, you get the donkey of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, 
<laughs> he had a great game the other night too, with 15 assists. He does a lot of the other things. He does. That, you know, he's a good guy. He he sets screens. So I'm, he's grown on me as a player. Oh Besides, yeah. Besides, you know, sure. kicking people in the nuts and shit. You know, his basketball IQ is is high, and he does a lot of things well. But mm. that that Chuck was, you know. That was right. You, you got Steph Curry on the team. You, you got the cheat code. You don't. You don't need it. He could. Pay, he could have passed it right behind. It's not like range is a freaking like problem with Curry. Yeah. <laughs> range is just. It's there. It's infinite. We just chuck it back and let him take it. But that was bad. He just said it looked like one of like a half court heave. Uh, just damn. Hey, my man, my man just caught him. Banks that shit and just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm the hero. <laughs> no, Will. I was the. I wanted to be the hero. It's my turn. <laughs> I'm tired of you getting all the shine. Steph, you doing your shimmy? I I want my own shimmy. Damn it. Oh man, Draymond, you're great. But. You know, so we we also missed uh, a pretty legendary press conference with him and Clay and Rodney Magruder and Big Baby oh. Davis all getting involved. You know, we got some fake tough guys going on. We got karma. <laughs> and you know what? You know, I'll, you got to say this. Draymond is the last guy you want to trash talk to because mm-hmm. uh, Paul Pierce is still looking for his soul. So, you know, He's right. Who the hell is Rodney Magruder? Um, <laughs> Wayne Ellington, you know, the, the Pistons are, you know, they're, they're tough. Their record is yeah. deceiving. Um, they're, they're well coached by Casey, but mm-hmm. you, you don't go with the big dogs at, at former champs, you know, 73 game winners with just plain nonsense. And Big Baby Davis, my man, you gotta find a pair of shorts that fit. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah, he was talking a lot of nonsense. First of all, for somebody that is having trouble making a freaking, what's it, the big three? Mm-hmm. You need to stop, dude, because you haven't been in the league for God knows how long. So you have no, no room to even talk. Shit. Shit, he's a big three by him damn by his damn self. So <laughs> no. <laughs> Only big three he saw was the fucking the burger fries and the drink. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> nah, buddy. You need to shut it down. But yeah, that, <sighs> is there any I would say code for, you know, taking up for your teammate or as you say, as they call it, a fake tough guy. You know, is there are there boundaries uh, that are ever crossed between players? I, I would say, yeah, of course. I mean, you always got the just like we'll bring it back to the whole LeBron because you know he's not. We all know LeBron's not a tough guy. He tried to basically pick on Frank Nolakina that one time, and in his candle was just like, no, uh, uh, not gonna do it to my teammate. But I also I like it because. It, it brings team chemistry. Like, that's your camaraderie. Like even though he's hurt, he's just like, listen, you mess with my teammates. Like who the hell are you? This is the guys I went to the fire with. I won with these guys. Like you just attributed to. You can't. It's fun though. It's also fun to see him talk crap. Yeah. It's, it's part of the game. 
But yeah, I like these. But you know, and we all know you're not tough. Like Paul George, he's another one. Dude, come, PG, come on, man, come on. We all know you ain't tough. Like I said, the the cornrows did something. <laughs> I mean, they might be on a little bit too tight, but we all know you ain't about that life. Stop it. And it sucks. It sucks because he's having an MVP type season. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like everywhere you turn, some something has to. He has something to say. Oh, you got something to say. It's disrespectful to get one free throw. Motherfucker, what? <laughs> one free throw. <laughs> you what? <laughs> Stop. Who who the fuck is this asshole? <laughs> and, and, and and you know, going at Derek Dudley, you think he, he's a oh, uh, on the same tier as AD <laughs> and LeBron, like. Man, you, you never even been in a conference finals. What are you talking about? Stop. <laughs> Stop. There's a whole there's a whole collection of game winners in your face. <laughs> You're on YouTube. Stop. A million views. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Oh man. Yeah, we, we definitely got a lot of fake tough guys in there. Most of them they rob the bench. <laughs> Usually they're the ones on the bench creating the dances and Doing the Millie, the Millie Rock, whatever you want to call these dances these days. They, I mean, but yeah, just stop. Just stop the whole fake tough guy. It's fun, but just make sure you actually one of the tough guys, like James Johnson. Like, ain't nobody gonna mess with James Johnson. That dude, man, I, I heard he's like a black belt. No wonder nobody ever messed yeah. with him. Hey, certified black belt. Nobody, nobody uh, yeah, no wonder nobody wants to smoke. That's what we need on the Knicks right there. <laughs> Almost toughness. I, I want to see some. 90s action, just just one time. Not as bad. I'm not, not the... <laughs> well, no, but they are holding defenses to under 100 points. So oh, yeah. that's pretty it damn close to 90. I love so. it. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. That game yesterday did remind me of the, the 90s. It says, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for the 90s when I grew up, but I, I don't want to see it back like that again. Because, you know, some of the, that 78, 77 shit, no. <laughs> no, that means your offense is sputtering. But yeah, it it was actually they had some good games. But yeah, the tough guys, the fake tough guys in the league, it's, they're comma. They're all comedy, especially when you get called yeah. out on it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, speaking of fake tough guys in the '90s, uh, KG made some comments as far as uh, guys 20 years ago not being able to play in today's game. Mm-hmm. So we had a little back and forth in the group, you know, some would say, well, the 20 uh, guys 20 years ago wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. adapt to today's game. Are they even that good? Stop. They are that good. It's the evolution mm-hmm. of the game. You know, we went through 70s week. We went through 80s week. Um, it's just the evolution of the three-point shot. But how much of KG's comments do, do you make out to, to be uh, true? Damn four, right there, He's speaking. He is speaking the gospel in my Kendrick Perkins voice. He, he is. Well, you, you you cannot deny the fact that the defense is a lot softer. You can't hand check. That's number one thing. You got to be able to put. That's the, my number one thing. You can't hand check people. Like you try to stay in front of them, and you do all this. It's just like kind of like football. You you ruffle a little bit. Nothing too crazy. Basketball. You you touch the wrong player. You, you getting you getting the <laughs> you getting the foul call. I mean, it was like Super Bowl. Eh? Move them a little bit. Excuse me. 
flag. But no, Kenji, to a point, you know, he, he was telling the truth. I mean, you got to – you give these guys a lot of space, but look at guys like Stephen Curry. You give him that space, he's going he, he to get around it. And then he – and plus – also, with the guys from those eras, of course, they're going to really back up the guys from their era because those who they went to war with, they know how the game was played. They should start giving them more respect to the guys these days. I mean, yeah, the game has evolved, like you said, but what can you do? We all knew the game was going to change. It wasn't going to stay the same forever. But I think sometimes it's a little bit salt on there that they couldn't play in this era where they couldn't pad their stats. Let's be real. You put KG or Shaq. Well, Shaq didn't matter. He, he just body people anyway. It's not like he didn't welcome contact. But you could imagine, well, like, say if Jordan, he he, he probably would average 40. Larry Bird, if you couldn't really check him, yeah, it would yeah. be averaging a lot of points. But I said the game has changed. I think people really need to just keep it 100 and just that keep it the errors where they are. You know, it's different. The errors were different. You know, we, we've seen them. Most of I've seen a good portion of it. You have. Um, we have a lot of guys in the group that have seen even errors before that. Sorry, not calling you guys old. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, it's different errors, man. But it, it is truth to it. Like I said, it's always truth to certain things. And it's not like he wasn't lying. Yeah, it, it, it seems like it, it, like they're taking offense to it, like taking the cheap shot. It, it's really not that, you know. Mm. Creativity in, in these shots and in, in these in these games, the crossovers, the handles. The, I mean, James Harden invented a move, you know, step back, the sidestep three, the, the mm-hmm. you know, Chris Paul still trying to recover from getting crossed up. So guys were not shooting half court shots way back when, you know, mm-hmm. Jerry. Jerry West would have done it then. You know, there's guys who, there's guys who would have played in any era, and there's guys who, you know what, maybe they wouldn't be able to play. Uh, you know, but Kareem will play in any era. Wilt will play in any era. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the three-point shot, the spacing, the, the offense is so far ahead of the defense that, you know, there's it, really not much you can do. It's, there are specialists now. Duncan Robinson mm-hmm. gets paid as a specialist. Joe Harris, these guys come in, they got one job, one job only. Come off the curls and I'm shoot. Sure. That's, that is it. You know, it's freedom of movement. That was the emphasis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and let's be real. Everybody saw, well, we all went through the last dance. Uh, Isaiah, and Lambeer, Mahorn, those guys just clotheslining. Jordan, you saw the 90s Knicks, Oakley and Mason, you know, you, you need to pay tolls to get into the paint. You know, you, you look at that brand of basketball, I mean, it's nostalgic. I don't particularly care for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not free-flowing. It's a lot of fouls. It's a lot of stoppage of play with bad free-throw shooting. Mm-hmm. Um Mid-range jumper wasn't really prevalent. It's a lot of guys backing down with uh, little to no post moves. And that's how you ended up with, you know, 80, 70, 80-point games. So mm-hmm. for guys to say, well, you know what, like Shaq and, and, and Barkley and whatnot, and, and Shaq on another level, mm-hmm. saying Westbrook is, is better than Mitchell, 
Not this year. This season, <laughs> you, 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 you need to stop. Yeah, you. But, but, but like you say, appreciate each era for what it is and, and the evolution of the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Free throw, it's all about manipulation and, and getting to the free throw line to get your points. Mm-hmm. Free throws and threes, that's how you make your money. Um, much of it, a lot of it is unwatchable if a guy's trying to get to the free throw line, but if the ball was moving correctly and the spacing on the floor, you know, you look at the Warriors, look at the Spurs, it's, it's yeah, a pretty beautiful thing beautiful. to watch. Mhm. Absolutely. I mean, like even you can't say can't say defense is not being played. Even the Knicks, look at the defense they play. They are actively moving their hands, trying to get into the lane. I like seeing stuff like that. Granted, they give up too many threes, but hey, the man, the man. They try. They they're in front of the ball. Just it's there. You know, like I said, you have pieces of the old style game in there. You just won't see it as much. I mean, just like you've seen parts of Little Game before it's time. You had the you had the Knicks. You know, you had the Bomb Squad. You know, before it's time. They were basically like the Warriors, chucking up all those threes. That was a bit of it now. It, this, the Warriors are a souped-up version. So you can't really, you know, you had the flash. You had the flare back then. I mean, like I said, these guys, a good portion of them, they watch tapes of guys like that, and their game is kind of, you know, they see stuff like that, and they're trying to mimic it and make it their own their own way. You know, back from... The handles of Pistol Pete, you know, he, like, he had handles. I mean, it was a little ugly as shit, but, hey, he did, it, did his thing. All the way up to the God Sham guys. You've seen Kyrie Irving. You know, all my New York people know who God Sham God is. We all try to do it on the court with the little carry move over. Kyrie does it in a lot of his dribbling. If you watch him closely, you'll see it. And, like I said, appreciate the game for what it is now. I mean, it's still fun to watch. There's no... It's no less boring or less fun. It's still fun. If you pay attention to it enough, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, one thing, uh, LeBron, down in Atlanta, you know, they let fans in the game. They go in after fool. More fake tough guys, <laughs> fake tough girls at that. You know, um, fans are doing too much. You got hecklers, you know. Where, where, to, where do you cross the line? Because nobody wants to see another mouse in the palace. You know, nobody wants to see it get knocked out. Yeah, that that was. I mean, it was a bad thing, but it was fun to watch. I'm sorry, seeing Stephen Jackson just throw a haymaker and clock that guy in the face. The the Jermaine O'Neal slide punch. I, I mean, man. Of course, me as a young, yeah, that's 2004, I was 17. Like that shit was live. Man, I was like, oh hell yeah, he's white. They fight. Ron, what are you doing? But yeah, but that come on now, a little bit too much. Sometimes we understand you pay money for your your seats, but shut the fuck up. Like if you have, and then what makes it even worse? I I understand, lady, you want to stand by your man, but why isn't the where was the guy in all this? He he wasn't in the frame at all. All you see is her yelling, and LeBron's like, "Bitch, shut your ass up, <laughs> sit your ass down." But yeah, sit down and enjoy. I hate people that get those. <laughs> I hate Ranky people ass. that I, I never even heard that. It's <laughs> <Ranky> bitch. <laughs> but yeah, you just can't. Just because you pay money for the, like a whole bunch of money for those seats, that doesn't mean you could do whatever you want. Sit down and enjoy the game. You got one of the best seats in the house. You get to interact with players. You know, do it positively. You know, have fun with it. High five. Yeah, do what you got to do. But come on, uh, you get into a fight with LeBron over what? Over him saying something to your man that your man couldn't like stand up for himself. 
you just pretty much put his balls in your purse and just left with it. <laughs> Courtside Karen, man, you you lady, you did more damage than good. And then you got called Ranky. <laughs> you lucky you didn't get called skis. I mean, this is <laughs> trifling half. I mean, this is there's so many ways it could have went. <laughs> but Braun took it lightly, but yeah, just some some players, and you've seen it over the years, just like you know, the guy, people in Utah overdoing it with Westbrook. Some people just overstep their boundaries and then they just ruin the game and ruin the whole experience. But then they got to stop it and then just, you got your 15 minutes of fame, you look stupid, move on. Stop trying to do so much on the sidelines. Yeah, uh, like like the hecklers, I mean, if you're going to heckle, you know, be creative with it, you know, be be. Be funny or something. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going out insulting people. You know, is it jealousy, envy? Mm-hmm. Might be. You know, you know, they, you're watching them, and you know, you got to pay for it. So exactly. who knows? But, but do you see LeBron more of a target than uh, other players in, in the league that of the course. fans go after? Of course, it's the best player in the league. Yeah, I mean it's. Whether you like it or not, he will always be the target. You know why? Because he's the only one that's challenging, you know, Golden Boy MJ. A lot of that comes from that. People can't handle that. Like I always said with LeBron, people can't ever say when somebody else is better than their hero. I don't I don't get it. I don't do it. I, like I said, I was a big Jordan advocate. That's why I grew up seeing the Knicks kick his ass. But after just watching LeBron year after year, there is nothing that he doesn't do on the floor. You know, he's a better passer, better rebounder, scorer. You once you you you're passing and scoring, you're a better scorer. I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I just just take the six and old final, that's fine. regular season, LeBron got him. I mean just every which way. But yeah, LeBron's always gonna be a target. Shit, the guy a guy got a freaking Facebook page just bashing Braun. That's all he does all day. All day. I'm like you are you really that unhappy with your life? That somebody that you can't, he doesn't even know you exist, but you have a page of him and his accomplishments trying to basically just erase it. No, it's already in the history books. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to go down to one of the best, if not one of the best players ever. And you just can't handle it. You'll, you'll get over it. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the Knicks beating the, I mean, the Bulls beating the Knicks. I got the hell over it. It happens. You know, it, it, it took a while, but, you know, you're over it. It did. But yeah, it, I did. You know, living, to go ahead and bastard. Living, I mean, like these people, they're like living rent-free in, in the head. You know, it, it's wild. And they have to stop riling this man up because he takes over the game afterwards, and then that's it. He scored the last nine points in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He riled him up in Cleveland. He scored the last 12 points there. Stop instigating you're waking this man up, just, just, please, for, for embedment of the league to stop. People don't learn. See, Spike didn't learn. Thanks, Spike. It's your fault. See, he just said, listen, Spike, shut the fuck up. It's your fault right now. You're pissing me off. But, yeah, just just stop, man. Just acknowledge him in my Roman Reigns voice. Acknowledge me. <laughs> just, just acknowledge how great LeBron is. He's gonna continue to be great. It's nothing you can do to take away from him. He, he's accomplished everything he probably needs to accomplish in the league, and he's just going. I mean, at what is he, 36, 37 now? 
36. And still playing better than 99% of the league. I, I'm just watching it all. Like, just, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, you can hate him all you want. I've seen Laker fans throw hate at him. If it wasn't for him, y'all still be irrelevant. Facts. Start respect. Start respecting that guy. I mean, I don't. I don't get what else he has to do. Oh, his finals record uh, still great. You consider Carl Malone great? He won anything? My guy Ewan, he's great. Did he win anything? Nope. I mean, you just some players get in the right positions. Well, that's for another episode. Yeah, but uh, you know, like a. a Almost feels like a sense of entitlement. Um, fans come in, you know, they come in, they get their drink, you know, they use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm sure an anthem is played at some point, but, you know, who remembers, right? <laughs> uh, Mark Cuban apparently said he hasn't played the anthem in over 13 games. He finally decides to put it out in, in, in the news. And as usual, this is episode 45. A shitstorm happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the NBA comes out and says, "Well, all NBA teams have to play the anthem." Huh. Well, um, I thought about it for a bit, and you know what? If the anthem, who cares? I, I don't care if the anthem is played or not. It. it in the grand scheme of things, it, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, people treat the anthem as probably a sense of entitlement, a mm-hmm. sense of a sense of pride uh, with the country. The problem isn't the damn anthem, and that's where we keep getting at. You know, the problem with the protest during the anthem. Now, if they want to have NBA teams play the anthem, that's fine. What we, well, you might have a bigger issue is if you have people protesting, uh, people uh, really trying to restrict protests during that. So you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. If you were about a league, about progression, you spent all last year uh, making strides towards social justice, putting all this money in, but you have to cater back to the, to the owners and, and we're trying to make their revenue back. Well, mm-hmm. we understand why the anthem is played, military recruitment, uh, so on and so forth. You know, you, you, you can't play both sides of the fence. It's yep. not good to you, um, the PR, and it's not good for the league. And the last thing you want to do is prove Kyrie Irving right. My boy was looking stressed. But yeah, I do I do agree on that. It's such a double edged sword, you know, and that's how that's how it goes. You know, you can be all American, but like us, as we say, oh, we probably be black. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How dare you? How dare you be prideful? Excuse me. But they throw you can throw American flags. God damn it, that's my right to be an American. Shit, that's our right too to be black, and I'm proud of it. Shit, I ain't not not rather be than black. Shit. No walker. We always come on the fucking top. You goddamn right. Just saying. Goddamn right. We ain't gonna get too militant up in this bitch, but 
I'm just saying. But yeah, just don't just don't throw, you know, that American pride. That's throwing out way too much. Just like they say, oh, your color, the race is throwing out too much. That American shit is throwing out way too much in the world today. Every little thing is, oh, my second amendment and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we know what this was built on. But it is deeper than it's, it's deeper than the anthem. I mean, it's just a lot. Another thing that we can really get deep into, but you know, we're trying to have fun on our return step back episode. But let's let's chill with the all American stuff because we all know what it's about. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, I don't think a lot of people want to have that conversation. But you know, Mark Cuban is known for pushing the envelope, so. If that discussion is being gonna get at, uh, be had, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm all for it. Uh, the group is all for it, respectfully. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so let, let's have that conversation. This is, I mean, this is Black History Month, so let's have at it. Facts. <laughs> we want the gun smoke. Want that. Uh guy one more he's joining us after his workout go ahead bro get it in oh good good stuff over there by henry um you catch him and vince mercandetti monday nights at the return of baseball season is coming back after the super bowl we got what uh a week and a half to a pitchers and catches mm-hmm. report uh they're all over the baseball scene uh, we'll be back next Monday, the 22nd, I believe. Uh, yes, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah these, these dates are all screwed with me. Yeah, the 22nd. Uh, as we get closer and closer to spring training, catch those guys uh, Monday night, 7 p.m., baseball life. They do a terrific job. Uh, Donk City bitches. But, uh, Donk City bitches. <laughs> uh but we, we, we got some action. Uh, WNBA. Uh, we got player movement. We got we had huge trade going on today. Uh, so over the past two weeks, Diana Taurasi resigned uh, with Phoenix. Sue Bird resigned with uh, Seattle. So two legends mm-hmm. going back. We had Candace Parker return home to Chicago. Cheyenne Parker to Atlanta. Uh, Chelsea Gray to Vegas, Erica Wheeler to LA. She was an all-star MVP in uh, 2018. Uh, McBride to Minnesota. And a huge trade today. The Liberty gave up the number one pick. Uh, went over to Seattle. Seattle traded that to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dallas Wings now have the one and two pick in the draft. And um, the number five. <laughs> like I mean, they... They are loaded in the draft. Um, uh, if anyone pays attention, the, the projected number one pick is uh, Charlie Collier, center. Mm. Uh, but the Liberty game, Natasha Howard from the Storm, they get Sammy Wickham. Uh, Natasha Howard, three-time champ, former defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big-time center, defensive center. They Liberty needed that. Uh, so with return to Sabrina. Uh, Sammy Wickham, mm-hmm. if uh, anyone was watching the highlights, Gunner, quick release, um, big time uh, three ball. So they're adding some offensive weapons. You just got a lot of movement uh, over with the ladies. Uh, 
Courtney Vanderslew, her uh, birthday was this past week as uh, she, I believe, is engaged. So um, that's mm-hmm. going well. Uh, Renee Montgomery, the Atlanta Dream, uh, she retired after sitting out the 2020 season uh, to focus on social justice. So she uh, stated that uh, she wanted to continue that focus. So uh, mm-hmm. wanted to de- develop that full time. Uh, so she hanging up her cleats. I uh, said a return is possible, but right now dedicated to uh, fighting social justice. But uh, we got a lot of movement over with the ladies. Uh, what, what you Fact. got for me, man? Man, with Candace Parker going from L.A. to Chicago, Chelsea Gray going from Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Like you said, Kayla McBride from Vegas to Minnesota, Alicia Clark, Seattle to Washington. I mean, this, man, they had more action. This is the most action I've seen in a while. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, but it's, I mean, it's freaking, it's quality plays too. It's not like it's bonus. I mean, this is, this is crazy. I mean, but definitely it's a lot of things going on. I'm going to call freaking the Dallas Wings, the freaking OKC Wings, because they, they got to pick every other damn freaking go in the draft. But, but from what I've been saying and reading, could another dynasty be forming in Minnesota? You know, with McBride, Achonwa, Ariel Powers. I mean, man, it it might be coming. It's... um. Who else? Maya Moore. Yeah, is she coming back? Well, um, there's been no word. There's high mm-hmm. speculation of her retiring. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's just uh, waiting for the word on her decision. But, mm-hmm. you know, Minnesota's loaded as it is, but if they get Facts. Maya Moore back, mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens there. Yeah, they definitely. And Erica Wheeler, did she go to Minnesota too? No, uh, I was went to LA. She's okay. on the Sparks. Okay, she's on the Sparks. Okay. So I'm just, I just want to say something about her. But yes, the movement was actually, was wild. But that Chicago team is going to be real interesting with Candace Parker. That's going to be a team I have my eye on. And also, let's not forget the return of Brittany Griner. She said she got her head straight. Um, she needed a mental break. And sometimes, once again, that's what players, some players need that. And you know she's gonna be coming off a of bud because let's not forget she she was my one of my MVP front runners and she she's gonna be coming for it this year so I can't wait I'm gonna be watching a lot more this year though especially with the Liberty they 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 reloading up I want to see that Brina I want to see her come back strong from that injury because she got ripped to her rookie year so her and Howard I want you know me and PNR action I I want to oh, see yeah. that. If you can run PNR, you're going to be effective in the league. And Sabrina's a point guard that you can run that with, and she'll do it to the T. She's not; she's just an all-around girl. I can see her doing so many things. She's going to be – I think she's going to be a face of the league. Give her another two two or three years. We should let her sink her feet, like her teeth into the game, and let her, let her rock with it. She'll be the face of the league. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just like I guess what – Kobe had envisioned, uh, but it it's a face you can recognize. It, it's global um, marketability. Mm-hmm. But what I'm also what I'm also uh, seeing here is that these teams are now 
following the NBA model and forming super teams. You know, you look at Vegas, you know, Facts. they got there for uh, Cambridge and Wilson and, and uh, uh, Gray. Mm-hmm. So they're loading up. The sky is loading up. Uh, Liberty is starting to load up now. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, say super teams are, are, are bad, but if you have enough of them, I mean, hell, you're going to be – you got to play something on TV. So exactly. Um, yeah, it's just so many things. I want to actually, you know what I was actually thinking of? That they talk about that? McBride and Achongwa to Minnesota, but you really don't see Ariel Powers mentioned. And I think she can actually be that missing piece. She might be the biggest acquisition of them all. And I just, I don't know. It's something about it. I just like her game. I, I think she can just, yeah, it's just, so many things, man. I'm trying to wrap my head around. <laughs> I'm looking at them going, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Minnesota's really coming in strong with uh, a strong swimming last year from Dangerfield and Collier. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're gonna they're gonna be ready. Yeah, Connecticut's another one too. They yeah. definitely got the Jasmine Thomas and <clears throat> excuse me, Alyssa Thomas deals. You definitely rec- after tearing her Achilles. You know, she's going to be back. And that was their missing piece. Connecticut wasn't really that bad. They played hard, and she was the missing piece. If she was there, I think they could have actually did some damage too. Yeah, Connecticut is a perennial powerhouse. They're well coached. Um, You know, obviously with strong uh, college backing, if anybody's been watching, as a matter of fact, Paige uh, Buchers. You call Paige Buckets, uh, dropping three straight 30 point games um, over this past week. You catch the highlights mm-hmm. in the group, but I mean, she is a walking bucket. Pick, take, take a shot, any shot, unlimited range. Just the, the girl is a human highlight reel, and is only a freshman. So uh, she's not eligible for the draft. They have mm-hmm. to be uh, either, I believe, 20 or 21 yeah. or uh, junior status. So. Um, she's a human highlight reel right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be working on something with the 10 players and coaches to watch a women's basketball in 21. I'm going to be working on that in a little bit. So I'll be posting up some stuff about that. As we talk about the wings, you cannot forget about their coach, Vicki Johnson, because she's going to mm-hmm. be the new coach and she's going to have the chance to put her stamp on that team. <laughs> Lord knows through the draft, you're going to have it. So, yeah, I'm actually going to they're young and talented, so I'm going to be working on that because I want to give the WNBA some love. No doubt. Um, so we're going, to, we're going to close this one out with players of the week from week seven uh, and the rookies. So week seven players of the week, Zion Williamson. No, wait, no, it wasn't Zion. Uh, it was Garen uh, uh, Fox. Yep, and Giannis. And Giannis. Mm-hmm. Kings, one of the hottest teams in the league. Uh, they won six of their last seven. Uh, him and Halliburton, you know, Halliburton just, as you know, <laughs> went off. Yeah, he's he's a player. Uh, the Kings are playing well. Uh, you know, we thought Luke Walton would be finding a job right now, but he's, <laughs> you know, doing well. Um, shout out to the Kings. Marvin Bagley's definitely been 
on the floor. And Harrison Barnes has played well. Um, he killed me last week in fantasy. He was the difference. So um, I'm, I'm well aware of Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, throughout that 4-0 and stretch, he scored 31-8. and So, you know, Fox is putting in that work. I don't know what Buddy Hill's doing, but like, Fox is carrying the load. Um, that's another trade candidate, I think. I think he's on his way out. Um, let's go to the East. Yeah, I'll take it over. Giannis, you know, they're another undefeated team, 4-0 that week. 24-10-6, and almost average a triple-double. Um, actually, is he... He's starting to pick it up like he needs to. Uh, he should be. But Chris Middleton, let's not – he is the most underrated max guy I've probably seen in my life because <laughs> he does everything yeah. right on the floor. He's never really talked about it. Giannis is the – obviously, he's the focal point, but more people really need to start talking about Chris Middleton because and I got him on my fantasy team. Gosh darn it. That's my guy. <laughs> Oh man, good good job by you. Um, also, another guy you don't want to prove right is Lavar Ball. I, I I'm not even. Gonna, I I will say I didn't have high hopes for Lamelo. I knew he had the skill, but I didn't know he was gonna be this good. I, I'm not. I'm egg on egg on the face because I was like, listen, his shot. Yeah, I don't know if it'll work. It's it's fallen so far. He's elevated that Hornets team. And I know our resident Hornets fans, fans, Anthony Reed and Tyler Buckley, you know, they're happy about that. That team is looking young, springy, with vets like Gordon Hayward. That team is just going to work. Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham. Um, they just they have a nice squad, man. We we said they will be in the thick of things if they're healthy and if LaMelo can obviously play as well as we thought he can play if he got there, but he, that's the rookie of the year right there, man. That, man I don't think it'll be close to be honest, but I no, got my own rookie. No. So but, just saying. But uh, no, Lamelo's played well. Um, I've been highly impressed with his uh, basketball IQ. He mm-hmm. um, seems to be in the right position all the time. And he, he makes the, uh, Heady plays. He had a back tap the other last night uh, for like like the end of the quarter. So they threw a full length pass. He tapped mm-hmm. it over to uh, Cody Martin for an assist and, and a uh, buzzer beater shot at the end of the first quarter. So he he does a lot of things well. Um, defense of a rookie is to be expected, but he has active hands. He has active feet. He makes an effort, and I, I thought from the beginning. Uh, that the Hornets had a different energy when he was on the floor. But mm-hmm. as usual, I, I didn't think he was going to get into the starting lineup right away. But right now, you, I don't, there's no way you're taking him out. Nah, Rose, you ain't getting your job back, buddy. No, no, it's Graham. Oh, oh, you're right. Oh, what? Really? Did he start? It's, Ro- it's Rozier and uh, Ball in the backcourt. Oh wow! Okay, I I thought it was Rosier. Huh? Proving wrong. But wow, that's that's something. Oh well, maybe Devontae Graham be on the maybe Devontae Van, Graham be on the move. Cause you can't yeah, keep them all. I, ball ain't going anywhere. So no. 
Um, so Airbnbs uh, here to stay. And bridges <laughs> that go. Both highlight reels are nice. Uh, That's a dope nickname. Check those out. Yeah, he, he doesn't like it too much, though. I'm surprised. Let's see. He wants to come up with something better. <laughs> go ahead, dude. You got to keep playing like that. You call yourself whatever you want. Well, I know rookies don't make nicknames, man. <laughs> hey, that's the way of the league now, man. Kids are having fun with it. Let them rock. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, let them rock. We rocked out tonight after missing two weeks. Um, as usual, always a good time. Uh, Talking ball, my man here. Yes, sir. Um, March Madness coming up soon. Got the uh, what's that conference tournaments? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I ain't making it. <laughs> it's Gonzaga, Baylor, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's gonna be weird. It's gonna be real weird trying to do the the brackets and stuff this year. It's either it's gonna be a lot of bracket busters if it happens because it's it's all over the place this year. Yeah. And uh, uh, speaking of bracket busters, head over to Baseball Life. We're doing uh, movie brackets. Uh, our good friend, Vince Mercandetti. Baseball movies, uh, pick 32. Um, go to the field, I think it's 32 or 64. I believe it's 32, but you know, we can uh, you vote for your favorite movie as it advances to the brackets and vote for your favorite movie. And we'll go through the next uh, three weeks starting next. Uh, two weeks from now. Uh, so head over to Baseball Life if you're not there already. Uh, vote for your favorite movie. Uh, also, uh, be on the lookout for a special announcement uh, during the week. We have something real special uh, lined up. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And, uh, you know, it, it, Oh yeah, we got something real special. Be on the lookout for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, be here next week, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, as usual, you can catch our previous episodes on the Life Group Podcast channel on YouTube, or by subscribing uh, to the same channel uh, on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple. However, you see your podcast, uh, as well as our other shows, uh, Donk City, Vince Mercandetti, Henry Modernado Jr. Tuesdays. Uh, right now, I'm going on a hiatus in two weeks after a long, hard NFL season, uh, doing two a days. Uh, well deserved break, but you can catch your previous episodes there as well. Uh, Thursday nights, uh, live currently in the Wrestling Life group, uh, a workshop podcast with Corey Richmond, Jason Brooks, Browns and Packers fans, respectively, and Sunday mornings with Felipe Malicio, Sean Connor Flannery. With the upcoming baseball season, get your uh, uh, head start on the draft. These guys do an amazing job. I was there. Um, I'm already ahead of the game. So do not want me in your leagues. I'm a Chico. <laughs> Catch those guys Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. Uh, baseball Life Total Bases Podcast. And we'll be right back here next week. Uh, any parting words, bro? Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks for the comments. You know, keep on watching. Watch previous episodes. Bring your asses in here. Talk some more shit because it's always fun. 
By the way, I will be on the Total Basis podcast with Felipe and Sean on Sunday. So it'll probably be a fight when seeing me and Sean. Because we, we, we are loving Mets fans together, but we argue about a lot. Because we're going to be going over the Mets team. Damn right. The eventual NL East champions. That's, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. Crossover. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Always like getting on with Felipe. Sean, just knowledgeable guys, fun to be with, fun to talk with, bullshit with. Also, like Leon said, I'm going to reiterate it. Check out all the other podcasts. And I can't wait to show you all the special thing we got going on. Tell you about it, but you're just going to have to wait. So, Yeah. Um, unlike your uh, Mets and, and counterparts, it is not that type of special thing. We are a family-friendly show for the most part, but uh, you definitely look out for a special announcement uh, coming in the group. And, uh, you know, until next week, everybody, fall out. Yes, sir.